Welcome to Health Matters at Sargent College. The mission of Sargent College is to advance, preserve, disseminate, and apply knowledge in the health and rehabilitation sciences. BU's Sargent College strives to create an environment that fosters critical and innovative thinking to best serve the healthcare needs of society. Each episode of Health Matters at Sargent College will include faculty, students, or alumni who will share their knowledge with you. I'm Karen Jacobs, the Associate Dean of Digital Learning and Innovation at Sargent College, and I'll be your moderator for each episode. On this episode of Health Matters at BU Sargent College, I am so delighted to introduce Carolyn Cohen, who is an alum and an, an extraordinary um, involved alum as well, and a dear friend. Carolyn, can you share with us what it was like to be at Sargent College when you were in school? Give us the year and what you were doing. And then bring us up to date on alumni activities that you're involved with now. So I'm going to turn it over to you. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome, everybody. Uh, I went to school in sort of the dark ages. We were on the campus where Sergeant Jim is. We were the building next to Sergeant Jim. All our classes were held there. All our professors were there all the time. It was a very close institution. We knew everybody and they knew us. And so it was very different. We sort of didn't mix. We had our own teams, we did our own activities, and it was a very unusual close relationship. It was valued. We cared for each other and we did special things. Well, there was a day that was always filled with activities. The nicest part of what I do now is that I have watched the college develop, grow. I watched the students grow, and yet they're almost the same because they still care for each other. That's our professions. And all of these changes that have taken place are wonderful. I think if, as you grow old and you come back to the school as an alum, you don't want to see the building and everything else the same. You want to see growth. You want to see it on the cutting edge. And this is exactly what the college has done all these years. And I've had a seat on all these changes. It's oh, I, wonderful to watch it. Oh, I love that, Carolyn. Um, you, you are such an active participant in everything related to Sargent College and BU in general, and the greater Boston community. Tell our listeners what you got your degree in, too, because I think that's really important. I got my degree in physical education. I taught uh, physical education. I was an athletic director, a coach, official, and also an administrator in the Boston Public Schools. So I've had quite a varied education. I also had some very unusual summer jobs. We were at the beginning of special needs for students and opening the classrooms to them. And so I did a liaison course with Boston State College at that time. 
But in the summer, I had playgrounds for retarded and handicapped children. So I've had that kind of experience. Oh, yes. And I taught Aggie. Would you believe that Sarge prepares you for all these changes in your life? We had a great outdoor education at uh, camp. And so I taught Aggie for several years in the summer. Had great, great picking up kids all over the neighborhood in the city and letting them run loose in the fields. Learning a little something on the way. So I've had a lot of experiences. And Dean McKechnie, who was the dean at the college, tagged me for a lot of things. Actually, he tagged me because I got the trouble, but he then tagged me for a lot of other things. Oh, I don't know and about the a... trouble part. That, that I, I'll have to hear off, uh, off the podcast. Well, we, can't, we can't share too much of that. <laughs> but I was involved in a class leader. And so I got a chance to do something that some of my classmates didn't do. That is interact with the rest of the campus. And later on, I interact with other alumni from other schools, which was a rare, rare treat. Uh, That was sort of different. Yeah, could you tell us about Dean McKechnie? Because he was such an important leader um, at Sargent College and and Boston University in general. And he has such a, a long legacy. Could you maybe tell us a little bit about him? He was wonderful. Uh, I can go back to the point that I got into trouble a couple of times and he would beckon me with his little finger and I'd have to go in his office. But we did some things together. Uh, We planned uh, relationships with alumni at that time, but also he was preparing us for a change in in the college. And some of us accepted it. I didn't at first, but I accepted it later. His vision was unusual. He wanted you to be part of a growing, effective society and making your mark. He left this impression with you so that you grew and achieved a lot more than you ever, ever anticipated. Most people said, oh, they'll go to the gym and teach. But he made us part of citizens of the world. He brought in outstanding people. One day we we danced with Martha Graham. Another day we had our leading doctor, Krauss or Weber. These people were forever coming in and enriching, enriching our classrooms. We'd stop and have an all-college assembly with these people there, Howard K. Rusk. I mean, this, these were people we saw in our textbooks, and all of a sudden they were before us. They were friends of his, and he enticed them to come and talk to us. Not a very big lecture, an informal lecture, a grouping of 10 or 15 students. It would occur three or four times during the day, and then we all would meet. So it was very unusual that he prepared us this way. I had the rare occasion when he was writing the book to come in once a week for a lesson, a history lesson of the college. 
because he got me enrolled immediately in alumni work as I was a student. I continued this role afterwards and he helped me. He always had a bit of advice. He was never short of advice. And he opened my eyes to things I had never seen in the world. And it was through his visions that I grew. He did this to a lot of students. They went into fields and areas that were not thought of at that time. This is the vision he had. He had quite a good life himself. Uh, Second World War, he was involved with the Marshall Plan. So he was not just simply a, a, a dean from the School of Education. He'd been involved in the school from 1923 on. I think it's 23 or 26. His wife was the class of 32. And so he had always been a part. Uh, his genius was recognized by Marsh, President Marsh. That's what Marsh Chapel is known uh, named for. And he stayed involved with the school even after he retired as dean. He became historian of the university because he knew all these people. It was great. And I had a chance through him to meet all these people. You see their names on buildings and on walls. But more importantly, I got a chance to talk to them, to meet them. It was, it was rare. It was wonderful. Howard K. Rusk was a wonderful man. Uh, he was about six feet three. And he had a, a sparkling personality. He wanted the soldiers after the Second World War to be fully involved in the world around them. Somehow or another, that sort of rubbed up on Sergeant. We wanted all of us, our patients and ourselves, involved in being effective leaders in the world. Isn't that amazing? Just it, thought of that just now. It's, it's really um, quite um, forward thinking. Uh, thinking at that time to be a global citizen, to be a global participant in society, even before we had this, uh, the internet, which allows us to do that without, you know, having to leave the comfort of our homes. Um, it's just so forward thinking. Oh, he was, he was. He, he talked about things coming. We also had a professor, uh, uh, Whitney Powers, who yeah. also put us in the future. Yeah, talk about he Whitney. Didn't teach us to the, he didn't teach us to the, just the subject matter. He gave us a broad picture of the world biologically. What he, what he thought was coming, some of it did. And what he even thinks now, I, I enjoy talking with him now to find out what's coming now. These are the kind of people we had a Dr. Garden and there's a Dr. Garden, a laboratory in the, school, uh, in the school. She did the same thing. She gave us a foundation and then scratched the back of our heads and said, think a little bit more. And we did. It's amazing. Uh, we had an English teacher, Dr. Sederberg, which is the, the lounge area name for her. She received uh, the, D, uh, the medal of, um, from the Q 
king of, king of Sweden. She was phenomenal. You couldn't sit in her class and say, oh, I, I, I'll just sit here like a blob. She'd reach back to the cockles of your brain and got you thinking. And when the class was over, you didn't jump out. You sat there and milled over what you just heard so that all the faculty there was on that same wavelength of stretching you, having you think in directions and being in directions that you never even thought of. That was our education. And it's still there today. Yes. Because most oh, of our kids go into areas that with me are unheard of. No, abso absolutely. You know, that type of value is really the sergeant spirit. Yeah, tell us about, I want to go back in time because you know so much. Um, the different classes, and again, I, I'm just, I know very little of the history other than, you know, what, what you've shared with, with me um, in the past, but didn't each class create a song or how did that, how did the song come about? Uh we had move-up day at the end of the class year. This was another project that got us working together as a class, knowing each other. We had a promotion, promotion day. It was in the gym or in other areas of Cambridge because of the college originally started in Cambridge uh, where Leslie College is. And what we did was we had a whole ceremony of moving up. Part of that included a creation of our own song and music. We sang to the faculty, we sang to our parents, and then we sang to an original. In the lounge area, there is plaques on the wall that represent tidbits from our songs. That was given as a class model like we do today in the Rose Banquet, and that was our models. But some of those classes were very, very famous. Class of 48 wrote music that was, well, we sang at camp for a supper, we sang out in the field, we sang everywhere. Even in school, we sang. It was a way to release some of the tension. But more importantly, it got us together as a class, as a group. That was it. When you talk about team building, we were ahead of the curve at Sargent because we team built for Sargent Spirit. It is a very broad pulling force, magnetic force that pulls us all together. If you go for a job and somebody's at Sargent, they say, ooh, most likely you'll get it because they know the vigors of the Sargent program. But more important, uh, it allowed the students to have another sense of creativity. So you were hearing about Dean Thurman, who was at the chapel. Dean McKechnie and Dean Thurman were very good friends. He required us to go to chapel. And I said to the dean, but I'm Jewish. He says, you're going. And so I went. And Dean Thurman was wonderful. I swear the uh, eulogy for that day, uh, somebody had died, uh, he sort of interwoven some of the principles of Judaism. And I, he looked at me, and afterwards I had said something to him. What a marvelous man. But at the same time, we also had a dance at chapel. So we got part of the university 
experience. Still very much a sergeant experience, but a university experience that Dean McKechnie wove for us. Very unusual at that time. Yeah, he certainly um, was an inspiration, a real agent of change for everybody. Um, and, you know, I, I actually, when I was at Sargent in the 70s, had the opportunity to, to meet him and, in, and some other events and, and um, an inspiration to, to, to talk with. So, Carolyn, in the time we have left, we have a little bit of time. Could you tell us about some of the upcoming uh, alumni activities that you're working on? You have one special um, event that, in particular that you're planning. Well, I have several. Um, we're getting together, usually, a group of sergeant friends, local mostly. When I went to sergeant, most, a third of the school was local. So we still maintain the touches to the people who are around this area. And we have a luncheon uh, every spring. Uh, that has now been uh, moved till July. And we're just getting the emails out. But in the fall at reunion, uh, I came up with an idea that we need to draw our people together. We are having an outstanding lecture on, on, on public health and the uh, politics and healthcare. And we'll meet together for lunch, a very successful luncheon. At what would time we'll give out awards. But part of that this year is to draw out the people that won the Eleanor Kitchen Award. She was the registrar of the school and very dominant in what occurred at Move Up Day. Uh, we just moved up and we changed colors and we had swords. Oh, we had a whole uh, pageantry. But it was more important that we do this to get promoted. And she tagged the people as class leaders. There are many that got the Eleanor Kitchen Award. And that was for contributions as a student to the leadership of the school and your class leadership. And this helped to also solidify the classes that came about. Uh, that's just one of the many things that are going to occur. But be aware that next year, next fall, the fall of 2021, will be our 140th anniversary. And we're looking to tag people and awaken people who were our leaders who were our visionaries, not just went out and taught for 40 years or was a physical therapist for 50, but we did something special, changed physical education, changed PT, changed healthcare. These people are out there and they bear the sergeant mark. We'd like to bring them back and honor them. I always talk about the class of 29 uh, because it's an important year. It's also very important this fall that it is the 100th anniversary of women's right to vote. And you have to remember that the flappers at Sargent walked down Tremont Street with signs for voting. They were very much involved and they were involved then 
And I'm sure that there are many of us that are involved now. And that's why we look at the visionaries that will occur and we'll try to honor next year. It's exciting to find these people. Class of 29, by the way, had a woman that was a pilot, came to Sergeant and founded the Powder Puff Derby in her lifetime. And then went on in the Second World War to, to teach uh, the soldiers, uh, they were still soldiers, the Air Force wasn't formed yet, how to fly. There are other people that did these, these things. Did we have somebody they, who was a, a baseball player? Yes, we have a lady that in the Second World War, a class of 1940, played baseball. The, the, Teams were not formed because everybody was at war, so they had an American Girl League, league of their own. And she was a softball, a softball pitcher, a lefty too, very good too. And she goes on to become a phys ed teacher in Quincy and starts a special needs program very important special needs program in Quincy. So we, we're sort of all rounded. We have a focus and then we go off and cover other things. It's marvelous. We are given this much talent, or more importantly, this much of a base to go off in all these directions. Absolutely, and it continues until um, today. Carolyn, we're going to conclude this episode, but you've shared such a rich history. You really are our historian for Sargent College. And it is my honor, and I am so grateful that you are my friend as well. So My pleasure. And, you know, just a little personal side note. Um, Carolyn comes to the Sergeant Choice Test Kitchen, which is in my apartment at Student Village 2. Um, she comes with incredible baked goods um, for uh, the holidays. Uh, in particular, she comes for... Uh, Hanukkah and Passover. And I'll miss you this year because we're not holding the Sergeant Choice Test Kitchen uh, in the spring, but look forward to um, cooking uh, and enjoying your food uh, again uh, in, the, in the near future. So thank you again for being on Health Matters. I'd like to just get a word about what all of you are going to do in the future. Okay, that sounds good. I hope the future includes some kind of tie to this college. No matter what you do, you can enhance the programs that are already at the school and opportunities for the students. That's the way it works. One class helps another, but as you get out there at an alum, we'd like you to reach back and help those that are here. That's a wonderful way to conclude this episode. Thank you so much, and thank you again for all that you do for Sargent College and, and Boston University. It was a thank pleasure, you. pleasure having you on Health Matters at DU Sargent. <laughs>